So welcome, Jamie Reeves, to Just Chops in Podcast. I don't know who you are, mate. You look like a bit of an imposter, really. I was expecting a strong man to come on. Uh, no, no, no. That's that's the Yorkshire version. Ah, right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just the Shropshire version. And this is my co-host, David. How are you doing? Hi. Hi, Dave. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Good, good, good. So, yeah. So, uh, okay. Let's kick it off, is it? I mean, we mainly have rock artists on, so... I mean, what uh, what genre what genre of music are you in then, uh, Jamie? Whatever I choose to be at any particular point, I think. Um, I've got a lot of Northern Soul and, and Motown influences, and, and that's kind of the, the brush that I seem to be tarred with, which isn't a bad brush in my book. Um, so very kind of retro, kind of 60s and 70s sound, I guess. Um, but then... If I feel like doing a kind of more guitar-based track, then I'll do that. Whatever kind of musical whim takes me, really. Um, last Christmas, I did a, a Christmas song that was more kind of swing-based. So, okay. um, yeah, what, wherever the pen flows and wherever the cre- creativity comes. Okay, because I did see uh, one song you had banned by Facebook, I, I believe. Yeah, um, I think it was more down to the wording of that I used on um the the kind of video so i've done this song called just be kind um and it's yeah, that was it, yeah. about george floyd and yeah. how twitter went off its head at a black family advertising the the christmas ad for sainsbury's last year um yeah. and that just blew my mind because i i grew up in gloucester which has got a fantastic melting pot of lots of different races and cultures um, so to me, it's just I don't I don't get why there should be any divide. It's just we're all people. We're all human. Just be kind to each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I put on this post when I released the video, I was like, we've got to teach our kids. Racism to me is taught. It's not something that a four or five year old would, would normally know. No, children, like, children don't see it, do they? No, they don't see colour. So it's. It's something that's taught. So I put on my post something like this has got to be um, we've got to teach this to our kids. We can't be racist. We've got to be anti-racist mm. um, and, and stand up and be counted and, and walk arm in arm, hand in hand. Um, and Facebook didn't like that. I appealed to them and they said, no, you you can't do that because it's a cause. Oh, right. OK. OK. It didn't have nothing to do with the line I can't breathe in it. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah, because there is mention of, of kind of nothing learned by I can't breathe. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've since done another ad with the same song and they haven't banned that yet. So. Oh, right. Okay. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Very good. Yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't have expected them to ban something like that. It's crazy. Yeah, they don't get involved in causes, apparently. But then, and unless you're paying big money like Trump does or. Or any of the um, other parties that I won't care to mention. Yeah, I was going to say, I see enough of other stuff over Facebook. <laughs> that, uh, yeah, you you yeah. could pass as a cause, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's a bit of a weird one, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. It's, you know, it's positive, isn't it? I don't, I don't quite get that. Yeah, I mean, if you're trying to spread a positive message, I mean, surely that's got to be good for Facebook. I mean, there's so much drizzle on there. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, negativity and... You know, I mean, we're, we're trying to do our bit to be positive, but uh, sometimes it falls by the wayside. 
Yeah. But, um, you know, it's like, yeah, man, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, well, political messages, well, I don't think mine's really political messages, but messages of hope and, and how to be better humans. Is, is, there's loads of songs that have that. So mm. I just don't get it. It's, it's part of what music's all about. It's not just about candy pop music. There's sometimes music has a message that you want to get stuff off your chest and you want to put it in your music and hopefully a few people will agree with you. And, and that's kind of why we do it. So Yeah, I, well, I mean, go back to the 60s and early 70s with Bob Dylan and his political stuff and, you yeah. know... Uh, I mean, that wasn't getting banned off the radio, was it? It's like, uh, well, they didn't have Facebook then, but obviously. But... We're obviously regressing, aren't we, and, and not kind of moving forward as a society. No, we are. That That is definitely true. And that, a lot of that is down to social media, I believe. Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of good about social media. Yeah. Um, because as a small businessman um, with my kind of day job, that's really helped me compete against... The, the bigger boys and, and grow. And I think that's helped a lot of small businesses compete on a more level playing field because you can be more targeted and get in front of the kind of customers that you want without having to do big TV or radio campaigns. But then you've got the negative side that it's like, the good thing is everyone can have an opinion. Yeah, that yeah. But you can't can really. <laughs> so, no, it's not a cause. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I mean, I've been banned from Facebook more times than I... Get <laughs> account by the Facebook police, and now my latest bans are thirty days long. So I really got to watch what I post from now on. You know, yeah, it's yeah. not free. Uh, they say Facebook is a free, you know, free speech, but there's no free speech. There's no free speech anywhere. No, you know? no definitely not. You're not allowed to fucking say what you want, really. No, no. I mean, I do try. But <laughs> Podcasts are the things that aren't really policed too much at the moment, but um, perhaps I shouldn't speak too soon. I hope not, because if they police some of ours, we'd be uh, we'd be royally <laughs> fucked. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, your genre is more whatever you want to, whatever you feel at the time. Then yeah, I think it's kind of more kind of sixties and seventies soul is kind of where where my heart's at. Um, but that said, on the the new album, there's some rockier stuff. Um, Have you got so- a new album? Yeah, I'm, I'm just in the middle of, well, just finishing it off at the moment. Oh, okay. uh, so it should be, um, I'm wanting to get it up on pre-order hopefully in the next week or so, so that we get it out for sort of, I'm hoping CD release for sort of beginning of August and then um, probably digital music release like Apple Music and Spotify by the end of August. Okay. That's the, the plan. Well, um, I mean, um, you're obviously going to tour the album then. No, not really. Um, so I've, for the last 20 years, I've been a cover artist and, and done all the touring stuff and been here, there and everywhere. And I've played my fair share of pubs, clubs, done all the nice hotels, done holiday centres, been abroad, done the army camps. I've pretty much done everything that I want to do with touring. Okay. Um, so most of my thing will go back on social media and target people that way and 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 do a few live online gigs i'll probably do a couple of album launch parties um but i've got three kids now and and they're aged between sort of four and twelve okay they're all busy as yeah yeah yeah. i've got a nine-year-old myself taxi every fucking day um (laughs) and so 
if if I go and tour, then they're not going to be able to do their stuff. So I've got to be really careful of of what I plan in and what I what I don't plan in because they're my my main priority at the day. I love my music and I feel I should be kind of doing my passion to hopefully inspire them. Okay. But I don't want to be organizing a 2030 date tour and going, see ya. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And and leaving them. So what's your day job then, Jamie? Because I heard you mention about small businesses uh on Facebook. Yeah. So I run a team of singing waiters um that do weddings and corporate events and we have some videographers and photographers as well because sometimes we kind of do a, a full package for for wedding days. Okay. So I, I run. A, there's probably about twenty odd singers in my team, about ten videographers, ten photographers, okay. um, and we do a, do a few hundred weddings a year, or we used to. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, that's hit you hard then with the lockdown. Yeah, it's it's been. A lot of rearranging, but then everyone's living on the hope that sooner or later we're going to get back on it and back into it. Um, we started performing again last month to some of the smaller weddings. Um, so sorry, my dog's going mad in the background. No, I, my I dog, it was fucking dog. David's dog then because David's my dog's dog's always, she's always taking on her. Buddy, the beagle is getting in on the act. Um, so yeah, we we started doing stuff and. We've got lots of stuff planned in in the future. Um, just trying to get around all these rules and and make sure that we're COVID compliant. And I seem to be ringing ringing up the um, FSB health and safety lawyers every week at the moment with all the different rule changes and stuff. But we're managing and we're putting smiles on people's faces and creating memories. And that's all we can ask to do at the moment. Yeah, that's it. Is that sort of a, like a, a topless endeavor or a you know, a bit of a stripper grand thing. <laughs> Have you seen the state of me? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I've firmly got a dad bod at the moment. Um, uh, right, okay. So, no, no, it's all kind of, we blend in as real waiters. So, um, and then sort of around the, the, during the wedding breakfast, we'll kind of propose a toast at the end of the mains, beginner desserts, burst into song and then, just get everyone waving napkins and singing along and having little dance offs and just breaking all the rules of a wedding breakfast really and turn it into one big party. Oh, all right, cool. okay, cool. Yeah, sounds good. That's good. Have yeah. you done any in anybody any gardens or anything? Because obviously, you know, before as was like in Wales, for example, um, we were allowed. I think we might be allowed thirty people in a garden. So I know right. a lot of people have been having kind of like they've been going to the um, having this ceremony with maybe five or six people. <laughs> And then yeah. have a bit of a do in the garden. So have you done anything like that in England? Um, well, in England, you can have 30 people in the um, wedding breakfast right now and you can have that indoors and you can perform inside as well. So as long as you stay socially distant, yeah. um, you're all good to go. So the guests can, um, they have the ch choice of, if they want to stay socially distanced, they can. So the venue has to accommodate that. Um, and But if they want to mingle, um, then they can as well. So we've, pretty much been able to do most of what we would usually do um it's just obviously we can't sit on nan's lap and give her a cuddle and sing to her and serenade her in that way at the moment but um everything else we're pretty good to go for that's good yeah it shouldn't be too too far away anyway should it hopefully fingers crossed fingers yeah, crossed. I know, I know boris has extended another four weeks but hopefully that'll be the end of it and we can, yeah. we can start moving forward then and that's what i'm looking forward to anyway We'll, we'll see. I don't trust these bloody politicians. No, I, we don't either. 
So with regards to um, the songs then, do you yeah. ever um, bring into any of your own songs that you've written at these uh, at these weddings or is it mainly covers that people perhaps, are, you know, a bit more familiar with? Yeah, it's, it's mainly covers. I don't tend to do it so often now. I, I started the business 11 years ago um, and I just pretty much run it now and have a team of people. As the kids have got older, I've wanted to kind of go out less and less at the weekend. Um, so, but at the beginning of the, the last, when we released the first album about five years ago, um, obviously I'd blast my email list for the singing waiters about it as well. Um, and a few people requested a couple of my songs cool. for the party set, which was really, really nice. I really kind of really touched, touched my heart with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we have done it in the past, um, but I doubt for the second album because I haven't gigged now. I think New Year's Eve nine, 2019 was the last time that I went out kind of performing a gig because mm-hmm. COVID happened, what was it, March 2020? That's right, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah the lockdown, yeah. Yeah, yeah lockdown. so um, my team have been doing the gigs when they've been been popping up and I've just been been organising things. So um, my, my hope is to kind of do something in Wigan um, once the album's launched and once the, the rules are a little bit more settled, then probably autumn time I'll, I'll do an album launch party and even if it's only just a, a social club and a proper Wigan do with a meat and potato pie and hot pot or something yeah yeah a couple um, of sausage rolls thrown in yeah 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 um and so as long as there's no bingo i'm happy um, <laughs> so and, and we'll just have a, a bit of a laugh and a crack and, and perform the the album and a couple of ones from the old album as well and 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 do that um so one day i'd like to kind of i'd, I'd like to do some festivals that's what i would like to do i haven't done any festivals as of yet um so that's kind of on the bucket list to do um and i want to play with a big live band because i've never done that and a lot of my stuff is it's sort of got trumpets yeah big band yeah yeah so trumpets and sax and trombones and hammond and keyboard and guitarist and bass lots of backing vocals as well so it probably end up being a sort of 10 15 piece band to try Mm. and recreate the sound yeah Um, yeah so and that's not cheap to do. So, well, maybe you could play Wacken because uh, we had a guest on who played it at Wacken in Germany, and okay. they actually put um, a big band on. What did you say it was the Firemen Day? I can't remember. The fire service, and they come on and they did. <laughs> he was he's the guy who was in a rock band, and he did a cup. He did a Stevie Wonder cover song uh, yeah. with this big band, you know, because this big band come on and uh, they they play with the artists. So then you could get it Why? for free. Eh? Yeah. yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I'd, I'd love to do that. So whack and know wherever you are, if you're listening. Yes, in Germany. So uh, <laughs> well, I don't mind going to Germany. Uh, I've, I've done a few gigs out there with the, the bases. And um, when when I was working in Cyprus, because I lived in Cyprus for a while, we had okay. lots of German tourists come over and yeah, they're good fun. So no bother going over to Germany and cracking out a few tunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to look into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I and mean, it's a pretty big festival as well, actually. It's not uh, massive. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like ten, tens of thousands of people there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it is a very big festival, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, it's good. Cool. So definitely no touring then? No, it's just... With, Kids with come family, first, Dave. Yeah, it's, mm. it's, it's with the family, it's just too too difficult to, to do. So I do a lot online. 
Um, I've got my own sort of like little membership clan um, and do live online gigs every month um, okay. that people can kind of do if they join the monthly membership thing. That's through your Patreon, um, is it? Yeah, it's it's kind of like, it's not through Patreon, but it's very much like that. Okay. Um, PayPal. So <laughs> well, I've got a Shopify and all that. So uh, right, okay. being, being business minded, I've got all my website set up and I'm able to do all that. So so it's quite easy to sort out without having to lose all that money to Patreon as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, how much do they take? They take a percentage, don't they? I, I can't remember. I looked into using them and just like, I've got half of it set up here. What, what do I need to use them for? So, yeah, it was much easier to do on my own. And, and that way uh, I've got control of it. And if yeah. anything, if Patreon go, kind of goes, goes downhill, then people can still... Okay, you have to give us some tips. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all you can run out of page for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all it's all trial and error, unfortunately. So, but um, it's only a small community that I've got. But um, yeah, it's it's nice. We're doing a they I'm playing them the album as it is a little bit later tonight. Oh, okay. Um, after this, is so, it all your own stuff or is it a few more covers? Um, no, this one um, this. 13 tracks, 12 originals um, that I've that I've wrote or wrote with other people. And then I've done a really kind of soulful, bluesy version of Tennessee Whiskey. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah, that's the only cover on it this time. Whereas last time when I did Believe, there was six originals and six covers. Are you going to be giving it away like you gave away Believe? Um, no, no. Um, so, um, but Believe I did a sort of you pay the postage and I'll send you the CD with, with that. Yeah. Um, and that was just purely to build up my mailing list and to get people interested in my music ready for this album release. Mm. So that's why, why the yeah, so that's not starting. cheap. No, it's not, not cheap to do that, Jamie. Really no, really. no, but um, when it's your passion and when it's what you want to do. And I've been writing songs since, well, since I was at school. Mm. Um, so I wanted to kind of make a mark and and say, right, okay, well, I'm going to... When COVID hit, I was like, right, this is the time now. Something to focus on, something to do. So I thought, right, for three years, I'm going to give it a go. So I started promoting Believe again. And then with the thought, right, I'm going to write the second album. Um, wrote the second album, started recording it, and then everything started opening up again. And I'm like, oh, what do I do in my time? I'm spinning plates and, and trying to get everything finished. So that's why it's been a bit more delayed than I'd hoped. Okay. Um, so I've done all that. And now the next, once that's all kind of launched and done, over the next few few months, I'll start writing again, getting things ready for the third album. Okay. Oh, um, right, okay. Which will happen next summer. And then I'll do another one the summer after. And then I'll see where I'm at after that. Okay. Cool. Oh, that's good. Right. So you've been pretty creative in the lockdown then? Yeah. Yeah, just to keep busy, really. Um, the The first month was was hard because of didn't really know what was going to happen with the business. Yeah, yeah. Um, then you've got everybody cramped in the house with all the schooling and everything. So, so that I find mentally tough. Um, it was exciting on the one hand because you were never going to have that opportunity with the kids again. Mm where they were off school and so at the beginning it felt really exciting but by june it was like kids go back to school <laughs> <laughs> yeah homeschooling uh, isn't fun yeah yeah 
Um, so and once we kind of we settled what what would happen with the business and and how we were going to handle that and the stress side out of that, then it was like right, well, I don't have much time now because I want to keep one of my staff members on as as long as possible. So we kept him on and he was kind of dealing with that. And I was like, right, well, I've done my bit now. What what can I do? And that's where it's like, right, well, you've never really promoted this album. Let's do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Very good. Go. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So have you got a have you got a title for the second album? Are you allowed to tell us that yet? Yeah, yeah. It's um gonna be called Life Lessons. Um so four or five of the songs uh, have already been out on Spotify. So Love You in Colour, Frenemies, um, Complete Opposites, Just Be Kind, and Love Ain't a Word have already been released. Um so it's been kind of brewing for a while. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of a, another reason where I was like, right, we've got this time. I've done three or four songs that that were supposed to be the start of the second album. Now let's actually bloody do the start of the second album and, and get it going. And, yeah. and just kind of did a few songwriting camps, knew a few other people, so did some stuff with that. And just kind of wrote what, what I felt was right and now it's the finishing polishing off bit it's with the producer at the moment to get mixed and mastered um I think we did the last brass session with my trumpet player earlier today okay um, to finish off one one of the tracks um and that's the last one to go off to the to the producer now um so I'm quite lucky I've got a little recording set, set up at home um, and I've been recording remotely with different musicians all across the globe. Mm. Um, so the trumpet session that I just come off, the guy is in Colorado. Okay. Um, so I've been working with him. My sax player is in Brazil. Um, Hammond player in London. Been, Marta, who's done some of the female backing vocals, is in Portugal. Um so it's been really interesting. There's a, a music service called Museversal. Okay. And you pay a monthly subscription and you're allowed so many sessions a month with different musicians. Um, so I've been doing that over the mm. last four months and set it up on Zoom and they'll have their um, recording software set up and there's a special link that you can use so that you can hear it in, more in real time because obviously Zoom, you get a little bit of a delay yeah um and we've just finished the album doing that and it's been brilliant so yeah. all live drums all live brass proper hammond organs and some um piano as well it's just been really really cool yeah that sounds pretty yeah it does sound pretty cool actually well That's i can't it. play I, I i've sung for years i'm a really good singer well i think i'm a really good singer anyway um um and and can write and stuff but my my guitar and piano skills are pretty shit really okay. um so I've, I've learned a bit more over over um over lockdown mm. um but i'm still shit how does that affect you when you're writing a song then because oh, yeah 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 you must have a melody well, or something yeah i tend to have an acapella melody in my head um of kind of where i want the song to go so i'll i'll do do a version of that um and then 
the piano player or guitar player, whoever I start with first, will usually bollock me because it's over a couple of keys. We'll decide on <laughs> decide on one key that suits it better. Um, and then go from there and just start building. And I'll, I'll kind of say, right, it needs a little bit of this, it needs a little bit of that. And just kind of act more, more like a producer, I guess. Uh, it's the same sort of way Michael Jackson used to write songs, really. Is it? He, yeah, he, he couldn't, I don't think he could play any instruments. And then he used to come up with a, with a melody in his head and then he'd go and sing the melody to his producer or whatever it was or a, music, a musician and then uh, they would figure it out together you know yeah I've always done it that way it's, for me it's a great way of writing because like I say I don't don't know what I'm doing all oh, right okay <laughs> so, I think Michael Jackson knew a bit what he was doing but... <laughs> yeah <laughs> so but, what age do you get started then Jamie what writing Songs yeah, and, writing songs and singing and performing. So and... I, I started as a DJ back in Gloucester when I was about 17, 18. Worked the pubs and clubs around the, the local circuit. And then at the age of 20, I got a job in Mallorca, um, okay. working on one of the holiday centres there as their DJ and just ended up doing a little bit of everything, really. I could do. Yeah, all that and <laughs> part in the shows and comparing and, and just had an absolutely whale of a summer. Um, and then the year after I went and worked for Haven in the Isle of Wight as a vocalist doing shows and similar job. Didn't really like that so much because there was much more rules and the Isle of Wight isn't as much fun as Mallorca. Um, okay. Which I, you'd have thought that would have been a given, but perhaps my 21 year old self couldn't see that. Um, and then from there I got just went on the circuit and, and started doing my own stuff and I was in a couple of um, bands that nearly made it but not quite um, doing kind of pop boy band stuff um, and then just wrote a song called If You Believe when I was about must have been about 24, 25 something like that and never got it recorded kind of had the the melody yeah um and then about 10 years later i've put an ad out online so at that point when i was doing actually forgot about that when i was doing the band stuff i was working with some producers in london um doing some pop stuff with them um didn't ever go into a, a proper album or anything it was to try and get signed and get a management deal and all that kind of yeah, stuff yeah. i did a bit with them and then had If You Believe as a kind of idea, but didn't do anything with it. Found a producer to kind of produce it for me, um, released it, and then heard a YouTube video one day from um, the Northern Soul Girl, a girl called Lavanna McLean. And yeah. she, it was when Pharrell's Happy first came out. And she mixed it with Velvet Hammer's version of Happy, which is a classic kind of Wigan Casino Northern Soul song. And I was like, I've got to do that song. Mm. Um, and it wasn't that long after my uncle had passed away from cancer. So I released it as a kind of little EP um, with the Northern Soul version of Happy. I wrote a song called Out on the Dance Floor, which was kind of like my homage to the Northern Soul scene. And then Pharrell's version of Happy, but I jazzed it up a bit and got a few more horns in there and jazz it piano and stuff. And I, I sing it in a much more kind of rough and raucous way rather than Pharrell's kind of falsetto-y way. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we raised a few hundred quid doing that. And then I thought, right, I'm going to do an album. And, finish okay. um, and then just finish the album and release that. Um, and then I was due to start promoting that. And then business kind of hit the skids, which stopped me promoting it. Um, and then I kind of, because the business hit the skids and had to sort of start again and, and rebuild, um, it kind of got left in the background. Um, and then this time when COVID hit and I had nothing to do and the business was stable, it's like, right, I'm going to give it a go. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So when you released Believe, obviously you gave that album away for free then? Not only, only in the last year. Oh, only, only in the last year? Yeah. Because so- I, I only came across it because a friend of mine on Facebook uh, posted a picture of it. Yeah. And he said he got it for free. And he said it came with a tea bag and a Kit Kat as well. So uh... <laughs> it's my Believe and Chill pack. That. Um, so, yeah, have a drink on me. Um, <laughs> Did so, it come with a Kit Kat and a cup of tea? Yeah. yeah so I send when I send it out, it will it goes with um, a copy of the album signed. Yeah. Tea bag. I don't and a know little how Kit to Kat. respond to that. Oh. Neither do I, sir. No, I don't know how to <laughs> respond to it either. Um, so, yeah, it's. Um, I call it a believe in chill pack. It's just, just nice. And, and the amount of people that comment about the tea bag and the Kit Kat, um, the music industry is a real tough industry. Yes. You, the, there's so many other people doing the, the kind of music that I do out there. So they'll remember my music because I gave them one tea bag <laughs> and one two bar Kit Kat. Yeah, he was a bit disappointed, really, because he actually ordered two albums off you and he only got one Kit Kat. <laughs> well, that, that's life. We're not made of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Rob, if you're listening to this, it's yeah. not because he was being tight. <laughs> right. the north, Rob, there's a pandemic on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like... Ah, <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. I, I like that, mate. That's a really good, uh, a good idea. That is a really good idea. Yeah, I think we're going to adopt that idea, Dave, on our mailing list. If you sign up to the mailing list, we'll send you a Kit Kat. Yeah. <laughs> to the tea bag, it's more cost effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, that's right. That's actually what I said to Rob. I said, uh, you know, you can get like 5,000 for 50p Tesco own brand or something. Oh, and, I, don't, uh, no, I, don't. I don't send any of that shit out. Oh, it's going to be proper. It'll have to be yeah. proper. <laughs> Oh, so, uh, I mean, we touched uh, briefly on your sort of inspirations, but have you got any, like, musical heroes or...? I've got loads, absolutely yeah. loads. The, the Motown years are, are very kind of inspirational to me. People like Stevie Wonder, The Temptations, The Four Tops, Levi Stubbs. I mean, just, he's a vocal hero of mine. He's absolutely amazing. Um, then you go across in stacks and you've got people like Otis Redding, that just their voices are just kind of... And, and that sound. Um, Daptone Records do a load of real good stuff now with Sharon King, God bless her, um, sadly passed away, and, and Charles Bradley. Um, Charles Bradley, when I started writing again um, about three or four years ago, got introduced to his stuff and just kind of blown away about how gritty and, and kind of great his voice was. Um, and he didn't get a deal till he was 60. Okay. He, 
he got his first record deal when he was 60. Um, so when I started writing again at the, the ripe old age of 42, I was thinking, right, got 18 years to crack this. Um, so yeah, he, he's sounds amazing. I love Tom Jones, Bob Marley, um, Freddie Mercury, obviously as a performer, when you look at him, just the, the way he moves and graces the stage and how interesting his lyrics were. Um, more modern day people. Um, I love Robbie's stuff, Robbie Williams. I was a yeah, Robbie yeah. For, for a good number of years. So him as an entertainer, there's definitely some shades of Robbie when I strut around the stage because it you can't be a Robbie tribute for 10 years and, and not kind of pick up any mannerisms and, and try and develop them as your as your own. As your own, yeah. Um, the Stone Foundation at the moment, I'm really liking. Um, Chris Stapleton, when I heard Tennessee Whiskey for the first time in lockdown, I, I must have played that about 20, 30 times on loop because okay. the song just blew my mind. Well, that's also uh, a cover song or not? No, that's country. Yeah, but uh, it's, cover, it's a cover song. Yeah. It's not an original Chris Stapleton song, I mean. Oh, probably not. No, we've no, it's not. No, it's an, old, it's an old song. Okay. Um, so, yeah, there's. I've got. I've probably forgotten more than I've remembered, to be mm -hmm. fair. Um, but I just love music. Uh, it just kind of decorates life, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it does definitely. I mean, we all like different types of music, and um, to be honest, you know, myself and David. Dave is a little bit more stuck in one genre than me, to be honest. But uh, I mean, I've, I'm pretty wide open, you know. Dave is yeah. getting there, I suppose. He, I mean, he's yeah. I still, you know, I, I, I'm I'm into sort of rock, light rock, heavy rock, but I'll still listen to to Michael Jackson. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, I, I grew up with, with Michael Jackson. Well, I didn't actually physically grow up with him. I mean, but I grew up with music. You can't like quiet, Dave. Yeah. That might and, have been a different um, podcast altogether. That's right, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and um, it's like we've, we said on quite a few podcasts, you know, with the music that you grow up with, you know, you tend to listen to it through the rest of your life. So my, my father was like a, a massive blues fan, heavily into the Rolling Stones and the Who. And yeah. they saw a lot of my go-to music today. You know, yeah. on one of the on the one of the bios I read has said that you didn't come from a musical household. So did you get into all your music there? Don't know really. Um, I just always when, when I was a kid, even sort of at the age of six and seven, I was music and football daft. Mm. So it was obvious that I was going to go down one of those paths, and I was a shit footballer. So <laughs> music. Um, so yeah. My, my, my old man used to say you need to concentrate instead of just messing about with music and football all the time and I'm just like yeah whatever and then as I got a job as a DJ yeah you'll grow up one day and get a proper job and then I started singing you'll get a proper job and I'm still here 45 years old and still haven't got a proper job so um, I must be doing something all right yeah, so, yeah. but yeah what you say about music from from the 80s and 90s there's loads of kind of influences from there phil collins is is yeah. another one and and i was quite into rock music i think in the 80s and 90s so guns and roses and acdc and and some of it seeped through into my son's playlists as well so my son's 12 and he's got a match day playlist that we put on in the car and there's some stuff from the temptations in there and guns and roses and stevie wonder and 
uh, as well as kind of Dizzy Rascal and some other grime artists. And mm. yeah, that's good. That's cool. It's nice. Yeah, it's good. You're encouraging to listen to all sorts of music. I mean, I'm only winding David up. But he gets very defensive. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really have much choice. Really, he listens to what I listen to, or uh, otherwise, he don't get his playlist on. Yeah, well, that's the same as David's kid. You know, David grew up loving that's certain happy. bands. And yeah, like he said on a previous podcast, it's dad's taxi, so it's dad's radio is going on, you know. Exactly right. So, uh, right. <laughs> David, all defensive. Stop <laughs> picking on me. Stop picking on me. <laughs> no, it's good. Good, good. Okay. Got anything no. to ask, Dave? No, I think we've we've covered most things now on my uh, on my on my notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. So we so if we're gonna see you, then Jamie is gonna be online then. Yeah, pretty much. Especially with with things the way they are uh, with COVID and stuff, it's it's just not worth kind of planning anything too too much in advance. So everything for the new album will be kind of done online, um, and it means that I can still be does taxi for football and. And everything else then um so yeah but i've got some we've done some music videos already we've got some more in the pipeline um so there'll be some nice creative stuff coming out on on the old facebook and youtube and things and the cd will be available soon um so that'll be ready for pre-order and then by the end of august it'll be up on apple music and spotify and the rest yeah, yeah. i was just gonna ask you do you do like do you do like Facebook Live concerts or? Yeah, so that's pretty much how I do them. So um, for the Boom Patron group, they've got a special kind of private group um, that they're that's invite only. Mm. But I do do some Facebook Lives on the the main page as well. Um, okay. So what I tend to do is do like two or three songs to to whet the appetite on the Facebook page and then go and do another stint in the, the group. Ah, right. Okay. Okay. Um, so that they get the, their value for money too. Yeah. 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 No, okay. That's, that's great. So give us the socials on Jamie, uh, what you want, Twitter, Instagram. Yep. So it's Jamie Reeves UK on Insta, Twitter, Facebook. Um, if you want to go to the website, it's that Jamie Um, And if you want, to get the free CD and a Kit Kat and a tea bag, um, just put slash free dash CD, um, and that'll take you to the page for that. And there, there might be an upgrade of two where you can get an extra CD um, or an extra few CDs, but you still get the same two barfing two finger, <laughs> <laughs> two finger Kit Kat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. That's like, a brilliant incentive. It yeah, is. I love, I love the sentiment. I think that's great. Yeah, I do. It's really good. Really, really, I like yeah. it. But I wouldn't give them away like loads of albums. It's the same album. Just give them a one, one album. I mean, Rob. I mean, he's a greedy fucker. He probably, he probably only wanted to get two Kit Kats, you know, because <laughs> thinking he was sending off with two albums. I know well, you signed one because he wrote it. It's written on the two Rob from yeah, Jim. You know, there's an order bump on there, so you can buy the if you believe CD single, which has got if you believe in an acoustic version of it as well on it. And then there's a few other EPs that I've done as well, where you can get the whole bundle. Um, so that's, that's. You that's, get a Snickers with that? No, you don't get anything. <laughs> Even if you've paid a bit more for the extra CDs, it's still the only. Uh, two EP bar, bundle, get a Snickers. 
no, no, no. no you, post it. you can't and you can't do Snickers because of the nuts as well. My boys are allergic to nuts. You've got to be really careful with nut traces. Yeah. Are there no nut traces in the Kit Kat? No, no. Are they just making vegan Kit Kats now, aren't they? Was that a Kit Kat thing I saw? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I saw an advert for vegan Kit Kats the other day. There's loads of different types. If you go to Japan, Japan have loads of different flavors as well. Like oh, okay. crazy in the way that they must have about 20, 30 different flavor Kit Kats. They must, oh, be, you must really? be big, big fans of them over there. Then. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I live in Holland, Jamie. So uh, I mean, and the, the, the variety isn't very good at all. You know, you're lucky if you get a milk chocolate and a dark chocolate and a chunky over here. So. <laughs> It's weird how where you go different places, how things are so different, sort of like in the States, the different types of sweets and things that you can get. And I'm, I'm guessing there's lots of different ones in Holland as well. Not really. <laughs> yeah, they like a lot of licorice, you know, they like uh, it's called drop. And then oh. they mix licorice with fucking nearly everything at the moment. Okay. Uh, and you get salty licorice as well. So it's not only the sweet licorice, you know, like, like you get in. Um, what's that? What's those? Sherbet dips. Yeah, they don't have them. <laughs> Going back uh, to what's, those, uh, what's those licorice uh, sweet sorts? Bertie Bassett's. Yeah, oh, licorice yeah, all sorts. Uh, licorice all sorts, yeah. Well, they got them, but the, the they also make salt salted ones. And they're really salty. So it's salted drop. And uh, yeah, it's not for me. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I like my licorice sweet. I don't like it salty. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's not good. But they're into all, uh, all sorts of things like that, you know, licorice and uh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, there are quite a few different types of sweets, but it's nothing like England. I mean, you can't go to the supermarket. I mean, if you go to Asda's, for example, I mean, there must be, what, 150 different types of chocolate bar. Yeah. But if you go here, you're lucky to get 50, you know. Well, not even 50, I guess. Okay. So, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit strange. It's strange how different cultures have different tastes. Yeah, yeah. So, what you're brought up with, aren't they? Yeah. And then, yeah. and then I noticed on your website you got some um, other merch as well, so like hoodies and t-shirts. Yeah, hoodies, t-shirts, and all the shebang. So that's the all the stuff from Believe, and that's my my job over the next couple of weeks is to design a load of merch ready for for life lessons as well. Yeah. Um, well, it should be your job to sell it instead of give it away. Yeah, you need to start selling it. Mate. No, I'm building up the mailing list. Don't you worry about life lessons. It'll sell. It'll sell. <laughs> so where'd you get your T-shirts made? Um, there's a company that um, uh, are based in Lancashire um, around Blackburn Way. Um, okay. And they do lots of different designs and you just use them. And they'll, instead of having to kind of buy 100 T-shirts and then... Yeah get bollockings off the wife because boxes are here, there and everywhere. Yeah. Um, they'll custom print them. Um, ah, right, okay. So it's a, a lot better for, for me. Obviously, you don't make as much money on them, but you still yeah. still make a, a little bit. So Yeah, you make like two quid instead of a fiver. Yeah. yeah there's not much money in T-shirts really anymore, is there? No, no. But it's, no. They're, they're good quality t- T-shirts. I've got a few, and and the people that have bought them so far seem to be happy with them, so... Um, it's, a, it's a nice little business and it means that I can offer something like that yeah that's pretty cool yeah it's, it's a bit like um, I've, I mean I've signed up to this shop thing called I think it's called Printify yeah, where, yeah. you know they, but I haven't I haven't really used it to be honest <laughs> yeah so. similar to them but yeah yeah kind of local 
Yeah, that's a really good idea for them to do that. Yeah, you know, can help a lot of small businesses that can't go out, well, can't physically afford to pay for 100 t-shirts. Yeah. And then uh, just get your own design made up and they'll print it off as and, as and when, you know. And because of things like Canva and stuff, it's it's easier and easier to de- design things. Um, so it's, you make your own designs and put them on all the different colours that you want and then just upload them to, to your website and onto your onto your little shop. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. You have to email me the info. I, I'd like to look into that, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll send you some links. Yeah, thanks, mate. Yeah. Because we need to get some T-shirts made, Dave. Yeah. We'll, we'll send you a free T-shirt. <laughs> if we ever get one made yeah that's right <laughs> alright then mate I'm going to let you get back to your wife thank you very much thank you very much for having me on the podcast really appreciate it yeah oh, it's, coming yeah, on. it's great yeah it's thanks nice. for coming on good. Oh, no worries at all no worries yeah. at all yeah, oh, yeah. Thanks, I hope the album works out really well for you mate and uh, you go from strength to strength thank you very much yeah and make some money on it this time instead of giving yeah. it away no, don't worry we will good lad, <laughs> good lad. take care cool. See you later. Take care, boys. Thanks, mate. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Do you know how to get off? Oh, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. I'm just going to shut the blinds a second. Yeah, there you go. You're flashing on me again, Dave. Yeah, sorry. There we go. That's better. So I was a... Yeah, he was a really, really nice guy. Really nice. (laughs) That's what we said at the beginning. (laughs) Yeah, what a lovely chap. Really nice. Yeah, he was really nice, actually. Yeah. So, well, yeah, yeah. but we say this after every fucking podcast. Yeah, it's, it's good though, isn't it? You know, he's, he's chasing his dream still. And uh, like he said, you know, his dad said he'd never do it. And uh, he's still having a go at it. And he's 45 years of age and still chasing it. So, you know. Is he that old? <laughs> he said he was 42. That's what he said. He didn't look it. He said 45. He said he'd he restarted rewriting at 42. Oh, well, that was 45. it. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe he's only a couple of years younger than me. Yeah. He's definitely had a better life than me, not having a real job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't have many paper rings, did he? No. So, no, yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, nice guy. I couldn't believe, uh, I actually couldn't believe that uh, he gave it away with a tea bag. That's amazing. Well, Rob he... said he made it up. Yeah, I, I thought, I thought Robert made it up, but uh, I didn't really. Well, Rob said he made it up. Did he? Yeah, he said, That's oh, don't amazing. ask him now, I made it up. But uh, he obviously didn't make it up, did he? No, that's amazing. But uh, you know, I, I'm uh, that's quite a good idea, Dave, to get people to sign up to our mailing list. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. I mean, we've got all these people in the group, and uh, nobody. I mean, we've got nobody on the mailing list, and we can also, if you sign up to the the YouTube page, as, do you know as a subscriber? Do you actually know the name of the subscribers? Well, when they subscribe, I do, yeah. You do, Pop, yeah. It pops up on my thing, yeah. Okay. And it pops up and tells me also uh, who, it doesn't say who visited the website, Yeah. but it tells me where in the world they are. So today we actually had a visitor from Brazil, and we also had a visitor from Spain. Okay. So I don't know, because it pops up on my phone, it goes, just gives me a quick message. and uh, yeah. Maybe it was like, Jamie's trumpeter checking us out. Yeah, that's what I thought I was going to ask him, actually. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm going on this podcast later called Just Chumps In. You know? So uh, maybe uh, maybe that was it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was I was going to ask him, but I hmm. left it. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to get some merch sorted out and then uh, encourage people to uh, to subscribe and, and all that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The subscriptions. I mean, we, we, you know, I mean, we're only what two months old now. Yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we, you know, we're we're putting out some decent content. <laughs> we're putting out some decent content and some indecent content. I don't think we've sent. Well, there's nothing indecent apart from some of your content comments. <laughs> some of my content. <laughs> <laughs> your content's okay. <laughs> 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 so yeah, I think I, I'm, I'm up for t-shirts. I am. If you see my wardrobe, you'd realise why, because I've probably got about 60, 70, maybe 80 band t-shirts. Yeah, yeah. Which um, every whenever I go to a gig, I buy a t-shirt. I just just got to have it, don't I? And they yeah. always release a new bloody t-shirt, don't they? So um, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm def- I've run out of room. I've had to move the shelves <laughs> so I can fit more t-shirts in me. Yeah, I need to buy some new drawers because uh, I've got in my wardrobe is full of Poppy's clothes and my clothes, and there's just no room for anything else. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, yeah, I'm just uh, trying to find a strange story, but I can't really. Okay. Can't but yeah, really... I like I like Jamie. He's a nice kid, so I you know I hope I hope it really works out for him. And uh, said we'll we'll share some of his music as well because we you know give him a give him a shout out and uh, we'll see if any of the guys like it. Yeah, we'll give him a plug. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, yeah shout out to Rob actually for putting this on to him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm Rob. I hope you enjoyed your Kit Kat. Yeah, greedy bastard ordering two, thinking you get two. <laughs> <laughs> and now you know why you only get one. That's right. Because he's not made of money. That's it. All right, anyway. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed that and. Uh, it was quite a, quite a quite a funny podcast yeah. without any well not much swearing anyway. I never I didn't swear. I've I've actually looked back over a couple of them, and I I have sworn in a couple of them, but not many because I think in the back of my mind, it's how a man's going to give me a bollocking, so <laughs> or maybe Uncle Tear as well. So uh, that's always in the back of my mind because I, I bumped into Uncle Tear. Oh, did you? Um, yeah, but I, well, sort of to speak to. It was really funny. So we drove down to Sarah's dad's house in the MG, and I drove, and Sarah hates me driving the car. So I'm doing a U turn, alone, behold, Uncle Tara is walking towards me with cousin Neil carrying a ladder. Okay. So, and you got Uncle Tara stopping and talking to everybody, and you got Neil behind. <laughs> Winging and moaning, so the local team walks up to the car. Bear in mind, I haven't seen him since um, Andrew's wedding. And how are you two doing all? You can hear Neil in the background giving it all this because he's holding this blinking ladder. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so I am gonna have to. I I do want to pop over and see him before he goes back because he's um, he's renovating his house and everything now. So um, I want to nip over and see him before they go back to back to Spain. Oh, all right. Okay, that's that's the house he's bought me, is it? Yes, yes, your house. That is, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I'm hoping then when he comes back next time, he buys my house. <laughs> in there, he buys your house. Well, I not, told him not, at the wedding. Not this house. He buys me another house. <laughs> I told him at the wedding. He's bought everyone else a house. He hasn't bought me one. So. Uh... No, that's right. Well, we're it's... both we're both doing, aren't we? Yeah, we are. Yeah. Can, nephews and all that. Yeah, I can come back more often then. So that's uh, it. That's I've it. Got somewhere to go instead of staying in a hotel all the time. 
you can always stay here now, you know, huh? the kids have moved out, so you've got to, there's a bedroom here you can, you can have. Yeah, yeah. You come over. Yeah. All right, so, thanks for that. Have a great. Right. And, uh... <laughs> well, we, we're going to have to have another wedding do, because it's nearly, because you came over for our 25th, Yeah. it's nearly our 30th. Really? It's not five years ago already. It ain't far away. So we were married in 1992. Okay. So it's going to be next year, it'll be our 30th wedding anniversary. That's got really? to work, Yeah, it has, yeah. It's really five years. It'll be five yeah. years, yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that has gone quick. So next year, it'll be our 30th. So okay. The, and we did say we were going to have one every five years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can have a stag week. Again, so I think I have to come to Holland for the for the staff. Well, that was, you have to come to Holland for my wedding anyway. So uh, yeah, that's it. So you both have to come. You can't come on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be cutching everyone over here, strangers. Are the Dutch into cutches? Uh, well, they do three kisses when you meet them. Do they? That's the women, not the men. Well, the men and the men meet the women, and the women meet the men. They kiss each other three times. So uh, okay. Uh, don't, there's not really much cutting going on. It's a, it's a bit like I mean, Wales, where they just use tongues in Wales, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they tend to lick you on your forehead. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, now we're rambling on. As always. Well, maybe we should have called this podcast The Rambler. Yeah. Because we're always rambling on. All right, then, shout out to anybody today. Um... Nobody, oh, I'll tell you what, I'll give a shout out to Michelle, our buddy, it was her birthday the other day. Okay. So happy birthday, Michelle, for, for last Sunday. Okay. I think what we'll start doing is, uh, if people mail in with their, with their birthdays, or we can see them on Facebook, if you join our Patreon group, we'll wish you happy birthday. Patreon <laughs> group? Well, charge him 10 pounds to wish him happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> we'll even sing it for you. <laughs> And we'll send them a Kit Kat. With a tea bag. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That's, such, that's so good. That is awesome. Fair play. Great. What's that? What's that binging? Is that oh, you? My, my phone, yeah. All right. Yeah. That's a lot. David, that's so unprofessional of you. To have your phone next to you. I had to have it up here earlier on. Ah, see. I don't know. <laughs> Letting me down, you are. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Right. Take Bye care. Bye, you're off. Yeah. Have a good one. Uh, we'll see. Shut up.